are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kim. I invite you to journey with me to a new day. I believe God has led you to this moment and this place because he is about to bring purpose and potential to your story. So join thousands of women and men from around the globe who have discovered how powerful their stories become once Christ touches them with his purpose. Don't you long to make this same discovery? Then grab your coffee, scoot in, and join me as we let God's Word reveal how every part of your past has been preparing you for this very moment. What would you do to be obedient to God's will? Well, today's guest gave up one thing most of us would not even consider or even think about. But oh, how God has blessed that obedience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee. This is Kim Crable. So delighted to have you along. You remember what Coffee stands for, Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. Well, today we have not only one, but we have two guests, and I'm so excited about. They are known as the Bolin Sisters. You probably, many have heard about them, Alexandra and Andrea. They are award-winning producers, writers, actors, filmmakers. Um, Andrea is a, a social worker. They are trailblazers in Hollywood, creating wholesome, fun, faith-based teen movies, and this excites me because I think our teens need a great um, faith-filled intervention right now, and these ladies are making it happen. So welcome to Coffee, Alexandra and Andrea. I'm so glad to have you. Thank We're you. so excited to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Kim. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, um, Alexandra, I've had you on the show once or twice and been on the TV show. Andrea, this is the first time that you've been able to join us. Thank you for coming. It's so good to have both of you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be with you this morning. And you all are calling in, I think, from Wisconsin, right? I'm in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, where uh, we actually t- shot our very first faith-based film, Catching Faith, in this town that we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. How, ooh, I, what memories to walk through that? Well, we're going to get to that. Let's get back to what I said at the beginning because I don't want to leave our, my friends hanging when I talk about obedience can be costly. Andrea, I always think of that when when we talk. Um, it costs something for you to get into this filmmaking. Could you take just a minute and tell our audience about that? Yeah, this is Alexandra. And um, yes. well, when I got called, I believe that God called me into faith-based filmmaking over 10 years ago, and I got an opportunity to make a faith-based football movie. And But I could not afford to keep my Los Angeles apartment and make the movie. So I actually mm-hmm. put everything I owned in storage, and I actually moved in with my sister in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, to write mm-hmm. the script for Catching Faith. And then I ended up spending an entire year living out of one suitcase, traveling between Los Angeles, New Mexico, and Wisconsin, and back again a couple times as we were in pre-production uh-huh. and then production. And then a year 
a year from the day I gave up my apartment, I was able to return to um, my home in L.A. to get a new home. But, you know, I there was many times during that journey that I was so nervous and scared and not having an address and being like, Lord, is this movie even going to get finished? Is it going to ha- is it going to happen and get distributed? And, um, you know, we finished that film and we did sell it. And a couple years later, we were invited to Cuba and we were showing the film in, uh, in churches in Cuba. And I stood in front of the people and said, you know, those four walls mean nothing to me anymore to think mm-hmm. about what God do with this work and why it is so important for us to step out of the boat when he calls us and to go and do it. Absolutely. And I love that story. And, you know, when we are walking through, and I know many that are listening or will be listening are thinking they know that God is calling them to something, but it it costs. There's a great cost. And when we get past the story and we can look back, it can seem so glamorous and wonderful and Oh my gosh, space field. But when you're in the middle of it, it can be uh, very stressful. You don't know how it's going to end. And so, uh, but the reward, out, um, Andrea, has been really great, hasn't it? You've, you've uh, been able to produce a, a few movies, right? Yes, we just finished our sixth faith based family movie. Mm, that is amazing. And it all because, you know, that that calling that was that was on your life. How fun it is that you two get to to do this as sisters. What is your what is I always like to know your why. Why is this so important to to each of you? Why why what is what keeps you going? Why do you do this? Mm-hmm. Well, this is Andrea and I was invited into this um, whole world of faith-based movies. Unexpectedly, I was a Midwest mom of three kids. I had think my oldest was in middle school at the time when Alexander called and said, would you consult on a script? And then as she already shared the story, I ended up becoming very involved and she moved in and we wrote it and we made our first movie, Catching Faith, here. Um, but I think that, first of all, you said, Kim, about faithfulness and listening to God. I remember where I was sitting when Alexandra called me and said, would you help with this script? I had never written a script before. I I wasn't even working. Uh, I mean, I was working really hard. I was a mom, but I wasn't working outside of the home at the time. And I think I had a laundry basket. I sat at the top of the steps. And I just remember saying, this is one of those times you're supposed to say yes, Andrea. (laughs) You know, God does just lines things up, and you ha- it's scary, and you're like, I don't know what in the world I'm doing, but I think I'm supposed to say yes, and thank the Lord I did because this has been an incredible mm-hmm. 10 years. But my why would be that I am a mom, and um, two, well, now my older daughter is in her 20s, but my, I still have a teenage daughter, and we love to watch entertainment together. And as time has progressed, over, especially over this last five years, it was increasingly difficult to find things that the kids enjoyed watching with me, and I didn't have to feel like I was always covering their eyes or their ears. Yes, <laughs> so for yes. Me, my why is really to, you know, instead of complain about what entertainment is, be part of the solution. And um, and our movies really are something that we can be proud of and that parents can feel good about watching, having their kids watch, and kids enjoy. And that was sort of trying to strike that balance um, is, is really our my why. Yeah, this is Alexandra. 
my why is that we I have such a heart for young girls and when mm. God called us into this we immediately wanted to make a female driven faith based film, which hadn't really been done at the time. There wasn't a lot of faith based films that starred women from the women perspective and we were able to do that with our first film and speak into women and, and the struggles women have with our faith, which are different than men's struggles. And it's okay that it's different, but we wanted to be able to speak life into women. And then that translated yes. also to seeing the landscape of what's going on with teen girl content. And we wanted to create mother-daughter films that they could enjoy. And we heard a lot of times, oh, faith-based, the, the women buy it, so you want to make sure that it's for the man so the man will stay. And Andrew and I were like, well, that's silly. Why don't we just make a movie for the audience that wants it and, um, yeah. and them something yeah. they can relate to? And our why, my why is definitely that I want young girls to know that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they, um, that they are loved by a creator. And the more I see content coming out of Hollywood, uh, the more it lights even more of a fire under me to be like, we need to make more of these because girls need to have life-giving content to watch that inspires them and changes their life and has them step into their life in a powerful way. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, and I know, I know that it is, it is geared toward young girls. I get it. I know that. But I will have to tell you, I've watched it with teenagers uh, co-ed, and I believe that there's a message in there for the young men as well because Absolutely. they see. And then not only that, it, it is a message the parents, adults. I mean, so, you know, as I've watched each of these movies with different people, it speaks to all of us. So I want our audience to know it's, Yes, I know, I get it, I, I know your heart, and I love both of your wives, but everybody in the family, grandparents, teachers, counselors, school principals can all look at that and, and be their minds highlighted on the truth of what is going on maybe many times right before our eyes and we don't see it. So um, it's, it, they're so well written and they are, you know, they're, they're so clever and they're cute and they're full of fashion and, you know, and, and they make you giggle out loud and then they, they take this, this dive into the deep. And, you know, I, I just cannot recommend them any more highly than, than what I try to do. But let me ask you this question. Uh, why, why this topic? And this is a topic that I can just talk about all day because I think it is such an important topic. But why, why identity crisis? Why did you go this route this time for, for such a time as this? Mm. Well, Kim, this is Andrea, and that's an amazing question because mm. the reality is that when we wrote this movie, in our minds it was, identity crisis meant I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> and yes, over right. the last years since we wrote it, the meaning of identity in our culture has radically changed. <laughs> and so, yes, yes. Um, so it's interesting because it now gives us a different platform to talk about, but really it, it came out of this question of, you know, when you go to college and you have this imagination of what college is going to be like, you get there and you think, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. I don't, I, you know, what if I fail? And um, there's mm -hmm. a actual statistics that show that girls tend to not raise their hands at the same rate that boys do um, in mm -hmm. class. 
So we just started to explore this idea of what is the barrier between why, you know, young women aren't raising their hand, and it was mostly confidence, or this idea that they had to have it all figured out and a perfect solution before they start the conversation. And so Mm -hmm. that's really what birthed this idea of how can we, you know, create a fanciful way, just a fantastic way of illustrating that. Like, and I'll let Alexandra take it from here because she's really good at how we came to the actual idea of this, um, this fun cloning movie. Yeah. And, and before, and Alexander, before you start, I think I should say, I, I failed to say this, and thank you, Andrea, I failed to say that your new movie is called Identity Crisis. I, I failed to say that, so I want to clear that up for our audience. This new release, the new movie is called Identity Crisis. So now, take it away, Alexandra. <laughs> yeah. Identity Crisis, which is about a shy science whiz in college who struggles with imposter syndrome and confidence. Um, And she figures out how to clone herself to create what she thinks is the perfect identity and sends her clone off to do all the things she's afraid of, only to discover that God already created her the perfect version of herself. And she had, Mm. he gave her all the courage she just needed to try. And for us, that was such a fun way to do such a deep illustration. Like you said, Kim, our movies are fun and delightful, but underneath the surface, there is a humongous message in every film we make. Um, But we want the kids to be having a good time, enjoying it, laughing. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, we kind of started with thinking about confidence, uh, which is so funny that God always puts on our heart something that we don't know in a couple years. It happened with Greatest Inheritance. It's happened with Switch. So many times the Lord has put something on our heart, and a couple years later we're like, whoa, we see now what God was doing. He had us prepared to create something that was going to be so needed for such a time as this. And uh, originally it was just about confidence and you know, what if you, what if there were two girls who looked the exact same and one had confidence and one didn't because it comes from within. It comes from knowing that God created you with all the confidence and that you know he is behind you in everything you do. You can have, you can step out fearlessly in whatever you want to do. And uh, that's really where it all stemmed from and just sort of um, really wanting to inspire young girls that there is no such thing as failure. It's just a stepping stone. And, and you know, just try. Who cares if you fall down? You get back up and try again. Um, and then, of course, now is what's going on in the world. It is even more of a deeper conversation of your identity lies in Christ. God created you for a purpose, on purpose, for a purpose. You know, I was talking to uh, a teen group uh, not too long ago, and one of the girls said to me, we were talking about identity and uh, how God had created us. And it was that the the discussion was going in a different direction about hurt feelings. And and I said, girls, what you have to remember, and I went back to the same scripture that you just quoted in Psalms, you know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And then I I went into Jeremiah 1.5. While you were in your mother's womb, you know, God was creating you. He says he was equipping you. He was putting everything in you that you would need throughout life. You you would find situations to develop that. And so from that conversation, one of the youngest of the girls said, well, Miss Kim, wait a minute. 
Are you saying that God decided while we were in the womb if I'm supposed to be a boy or a girl? So God already made that decision. He knows what I'm supposed to be. So that shows what was on that little girl's mind, the confusion Mm -hmm. that was beginning to enter her mindset. And what a wonderful gift to be able to say, oh, darling, God made you as the beautiful girl that you are. And, you know, you just saw her just, you you saw the weight being lifted Mm -hmm. from her Mm -hmm. shoulders. This is Mm -hmm. such a topic um, that is so powerful right now. And it's one that we, we can't, we, we can we have been empowered by the scriptures to to uh, to intervene in this crisis, right, mm-hmm. ladies? That's what you all are doing with this book, uh, with mm-hmm. the movie. Exactly. Yes. yes. And and it, it, and I think that that's why the movie is so um, helpful because it's a delightful way to open up that conversation. And um, there's so much tension around some of these words and this whole topic that sometimes it's hard yes. to even have a conversation because there's this barrier and people are just shut down right away if you say these some of these key words. And so this yes. movie actually kind of it's like I always I like to say that our movies give you the broccoli along with the ice cream you know so you're eating ice cream and then suddenly you're like oh wait was there some nutrients here (laughs) Um, that's that's great but I think identity crisis allows us to do in this whole on this whole topic yes well and again and and Andrea I think that's the way it is with each of your movies it's so cleverly written that you know it's colorful it's splashed with so much fun but then you get into it it's almost like you're led into something very softly uh it's not thrown upon you you're kind of led into this deep place to where you can think you know it allows you this option to think and let me ask you do you find that these movies and i and i want to tell our audience not only do you get the movie identity crisis there's the novel that's that they, these these ladies have written there's the bible study that goes along with it and then there's the meditations the daily meditation so it's the entire package the entire curriculum to really um to help these young girls to know who they are. What did you say made for a purpose? Made, made what, how on did you purpose say that? for a purpose. Yeah. God yes. Purpose for, for a purpose. purpose. I, I, I love that. Let me ask you this. After um, your audience have seen this, do you see that um, parents and grandparents, different people can use this to start conversations about this, this topic? Yes, actually, just the other day we showed Identity Crisis at Andrea's church here, and a father came up to me, and I have goosebumps just telling you this because it means mm-hmm. so much. He came up to me, uh, me, and he said, thank you for making this movie. My daughter really struggles with not going after the things she wants to do, and then she regrets not doing it. And he goes, this is so awesome that we got to sit in this movie, and now we're going to have a conversation about that. And you guys inspired her to go after things so that she doesn't regret not trying the things she always wanted to try. And he bought the novel, and he's like, I'm going to give this to my daughter, and I can't wait to continue this conversation. But I'm also so thankful that you made this so we could have something to talk about. And we do lots of messages from people who who said similar things and um feel very like life-giving truths for their their family we had one 15 year old girl come up to us after the screening and said i feel powerful after watching uh-huh. it and 
fearless and I was like good and that's what we want so it's it's just so thrilling to be a part of changing people's lives like that Kim this is oh Andrea my gosh. add to that yes. that was so beautiful but I want to add that one of the surprises for me has been the grandfathers who have left our screenings, I've had a few of them come up to me in tears, which was a surprise because this is actually a fun and I think kind of funny movie, <laughs> but they yes. came up tears and said, thank you. And I think that right now for such a time as this, um, those yes. of us that are faithful um, to God's word and to have, have, have that as our worldview, that Christian worldview, we don't get to hear it very often in our everyday life. And so I think for an hour and a half in this movie, you're reminded that God created the world, that he's got it still in his hands and he's still in yes. control. And that he had a yeah. plan then, he has a plan now. And we all are, are looking for that sort of reminder and encouragement. And these grandpas, and I think the grandmas along with them, are not only is, is it like, oh, I want to bring my grandkids back to it, but they're actually thanking us, saying, thank you. This was delightful for me. <laughs> and I'm so yes. happy to watch it. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, well, you can just imagine, as a and now I am a grandparent, you think, um, you know, my 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 grandkids are not old enough to really, you know, to understand this movie yet. There's there's three and four, but to, to, as a grandparent, to be able to take your grandchild into a movie like this, and 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 my little Cohen to be able to see, gosh, these are cool girls up there, you know, and they're, 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 there's a message of of faith in there, and and there's a message. One of the things that I love, there's so many things. One of the things I loved about this movie, um, Identity Crisis, is and this is such a strong message that t t I would love to be a part of with a lot of young girls, and I'd love for you all to be there to be a part of it, is that you had it all along. It was inside you. God had already put it in you. It's just you had to work it out. God will put you in situations to, to work it out, and it's not easy, and it's a little scary, and it's a little terrifying. But, you know, that was the message. She had it all along, and, and she was living her life through, you know, through someone else, but until, until she, you know, found the courage to be able to do it. But, but God has already put it in us. It's there. Um, it's just finding that way to access what God has already given us and to embrace that. And, and I guess that's what takes the confidence, and that's what that little girl said, meant when she said, I feel empowered now. She, she could go yeah. out and do that. Oh, how gratifying that must be to you all. Well, let me tell you, you, you talked about this a little bit, um, about the, uh, the biblical messages. Uh, tell me, um, let's see, how do I want to phrase this? Because the, the, you do it in such a, what, what I call almost like a soft serve with a deep landing. It's like, you know, it's, it's just, it's kind of like the ice cream and broccoli kind of. I like that too. It's like, you go in it and you don't feel like you've been preached at or talked down to or condemned. It is such a beautiful way that you do that. Tell us how you make that work uh, the, because there is a strong biblical, at least one, many layered in each of your movies. Tell us about the writing of that and, and what is your thinking as you're writing that, putting that together? Uh, well, 
stop the Bible and our screenwriting book, Save the Cat, sitting next to each other when we start writing. And Save the Cat is such a great screenwriting book because it just, you can't go wrong with him. And he's very, that, that he really, uh, we love the Disney model. I mean, I grew up on Back to the Future. And, and I, we always think about what were the films that we loved as kids and wanting to, and, and I mean, I've watched Back to the Future like a hundred times and I can watch it a hundred again. We want our films to be fun like that, that people want to watch it over and over and over. But like you said, they're getting a message. And, and then it is how do you illustrate that in a fun way, like switching bodies in Switched and cloning yourself in identity yeah. crisis. We think that we're also really trying to do something different, different than what a lot of faith-based filmmakers do. We really want to um, – stand out in, in sort of taking God outside of this small box. God is huge, and we want to do these huge movies that are that are not the traditional way so that we can speak into the hearts of the young people. And like as you said, they they'll might sit down and be like, this is so much fun, and by the end, but how do we do that? I mean, I think we have a lot of conversations. We we do a lot of rewrites on the draft and, and make sure that it's in there and woven in a beautiful way that isn't preachy. That's our biggest thing is that we don't want anyone. We love that we yeah. find out that non-believers are watching our movies all the time. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just was saying that, like, so we hope that, you know, because we can spread sort of a mainstream film with, like you said, back then and fun, but we are also reminding people and pointing people to Christ from a Christian worldview point of view, but in a really unique, different way that really hasn't been done. I mean, Switch was really trailblazing. No one had ever done anything like that in the faith space, but we knew we were onto something because we knew that it would break through and have kids want to share it at school and want to share it at a slumber party because it's just so much fun, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. And Andrea, I'm sure as a social worker, some of these questions that, you know, are in the, um, in the Bible study identity crisis are so good. You know, you're recognizing your self-talk and recognizing the, the lies, being able to identify the negative talk. I mean, these are, these are things that I'm sure I'm positive that many of the girls couldn't didn't even know really how to recognize before they were able to see this you've been able to organize their minds to be able to speak you know what the heart has been feeling and huge that's so huge tell me about writing this well th thank you Kim um, I I think that that we all so it's this does not matter how old you are we all make right. up a story head, right we make yeah. up a story yes. head. We wake up in the morning and we think this is this is what this person meant when they said this and this is how I feel and and then we we take that narrative and run with it and it can either be positive or negative and I believe yes. that the greatest enemy we have Satan loves those stories and he loves to get us so twisted up in them and it it uh, it negatively impacts everything and um, so our scripture that is the main scripture of this movie, which is, you know, fearfully, wonderfully made in the image of God and goes into, I knew your thoughts. 
before, you know, and, and I knew you before you were born. That whole, that whole Psalm 139 is so powerful because we're yeah. not an accident. <laughs> and, he, and God knows us. He knows what we're thinking. And that's why he encourages us to refocus our minds and to say, you know, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever is praiseworthy, think on these things because he knows what Satan's going to do with our negative thoughts. And I just yeah. read an incredible statistic that we that kids get 400 negative messages a day, <laughs> and when wow. you ask how many positive messages they get, they at the end of the day, every kid is in, at a negative deficit of they've gotten more negative than they've gotten positive, and so I mm. think that. Bible study really is structured in a way for us to, to take a look, look at ourselves, look at, you know, there's that one section in there um, about your siblings. So it's, you know, yeah. how does family talk to you? How do you see yourself fit in with your siblings? What do they say to you? What do you just take for granted? Because, well, they must know me the best because they're my brother or my sister or my mom or my dad. And maybe they're t- telling you a wrong message. <laughs> and maybe right, you need right. to take back, you know, your place in the family and, um, and reroot it in who God says you are. And so that's really mm. the, the study is just an opportunity to explore yourself, your connections with your family, your connections with your friends, and ultimately re-root it, re-ground it in the truth that God knows who Mm. you are, who you were before you were born. He has a special plan for your life, and you need to, you know, to try. Well, you need to try, but not on your own. You need to, you need right. to ask God to join you and step into your life in it, all of its fullness. And that's what the Bible study is really, uh, my, my desire for the Bible study is to engage with teens and adults, for that matter, to really and ask questions. Oh my God. And I love that. And, and another thing, we only have two minutes left, but the other thing that I want to add to that is this, is that your identity crisis, many times you you come into crisis because of something that maybe has been done to you or said to you. And so, yes. you know, you remain the same no matter what God's calling. Ladies, we have one minute left and I have to, I have to let you tell everyone how people can find the identity crisis, and please tell them about um, how the churches now can rent the movies and and show them to the congregation. Can do that in about thirty seconds because we have to go here. So I want people to know how to how to reach you. All right, church licensing is through CatalystMovies.com. They can license the movie and all of the Bible studies. Uh, the BoylanSisters.com is our website with all the lists of our films and where they're available. Identity Crisis is available on Amazon, um, Apple TV, Vudu, Spectrum, anywhere you can rent or buy a movie. And our, our Identity Crisis novel is also available to purchase on Amazon. Oh, great. Ladies, thank you all so much for making everything, making people matter. I love what Andrea said being part of the solution. You you are equipping all of us to be part of the solution. Thank you so much, audience. Thank, thank you, you so much for joining us. Yes, audience, please pass this along to everyone you know. Let's get the message out. There is a, there is a cure. We can step into this identity crisis with God's word, and we can help these teens know who they are. They are fearfully and wonderfully made. Bye, Bowl and Sisters. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. See you next time on Coffee. To learn more about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, 
please visit kimcrables.org. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit kimcrables.org.